Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro at Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles dropping a tough game on Sunday to the Arizona Cardinals. 33-26, the final score. We've got a lot to get to in this Instant Reaction Podcast. The Eagles falling into a deep hole, 16 to nothing in the first quarter. Thanks to a Jalen Hurts safety, he was penalized for intentional grounding in the end zone. The Eagles also giving up a blocked punt that led to an Arizona touchdown. And then also Kyler Murray, who was just brilliant on the day, leading a 66-yard touchdown drive that took only three plays and ended with Murray on an eight-yard touchdown run. But Hurts did not stop. In fact, he kept his calm and he kept cool, and he got the Eagles right back in this game. First, a 32-yard catch and run. Hurts to Quez Watkins, the rookie's first touchdown in his NFL career. Here's the call from Maryland Mike. And this is third and 20. They have to get down to the 12. And the gun is Hurts. This time he fakes. He swings it out to Quez Watkins. Watkins down the sideline. He's at the five. He's in for the touchdown. First NFL touchdown for Quez Watkins. What a great job of running with the football, Quez Watkins. When he catches the football, it looks like he's going to get nothing. He spins away from the defense, and you can see that wall of white shirts created on that screen, and he goes down the sideline untouched. Outstanding. That was a great block. Great block by Goddard and also by Mylotta. Mylotta's out there on the edge. Sam Mala was out there on the edge, and he takes advantage of that wall of white shirts. And then after the Cardinals added a 40-yard field goal, it was Hurts in the red zone to Greg Ward, the first of two touchdown connections. And the gun, Hurts. Hurts is rolling. He's looking, still looking. He stops. He fires. Complete touchdown to Greg Ward. Now, there's a penalty flag. Let's see about this. But he found Ward in the end zone, and Ward caught it seemingly for a touchdown. I think it's going to be a hold on the defense, and it's going to be a touchdown. Greg Ward just trying to get away from a defender. That made the score 19-14. to The Eagles trailed 26-14. And then they trailed 26-20 to at halftime thanks to this big one. Another Hurts pass to Greg Ward to cap a 78-yard touchdown drive. Eagles break the huddle. Hurts lines them up. He's got Sanders to his right. Third and goal. Hurts is back. He's looking. He is floating it. And it is caught for a touchdown. Nope. And no, they're saying no. I thought it was caught by, let's see if he got his, it's Greg Ward yeah. who's saying he was in. Here it is. They're calling a touchdown. They are calling a touchdown. a touchdown. It is a touchdown. Third <laughs> touchdown pass for Hurts. I thought it was initially that I saw the replay. How about that? Finally, Hurts brought the Eagles all the way back to a tie game, capping an 80-yard drive with this seven-yard touchdown run. All right, it's going to be first and goal, but now from the seven. I didn't see that at all on the replay. Snap comes back to Hurts. He's looking. He starts to run. He cuts back. He dives forward. He lunges. He is in for the touchdown. <laughs> Hurts with his first rushing touchdown in the NFL. 
Yeah, sometimes athletes just have to be athletes. This is a play that breaks down, but he sees an opening in the middle of that defense. He takes advantage of that opening. He gets stopped right about the two-yard line, but then he just lunges forward to get into the end zone. Yes, he does. However, in the fourth quarter, DeAndre Hopkins going up high against cornerback Michael Jaquet to catch a pass from Murray, completing a 20-yard touchdown play. Hopkins just too much for the Eagles, as we expected going against that depleted secondary. He was targeted 11 times. He had nine catches, 169 yards, and the touchdown. Murray, brilliant. 406 yards passing, 27 of 36, three touchdowns, one interception, and a touchdown run. But going toe-to-toe with Murray was Hurts, who was simply fantastic in the game. A lot of pressure, six quarterback sacks, but he ran for 63 yards. He passed for 338. After the game, though, he met the media, and you can hear the disappointment in his voice as we begin our instant reaction with Eagles starting quarterback Jalen Hurts. Hey, Jalen. Um, how did start two go for you compared to, to start one, and, and what are the plays that you're going to be thinking about as you as you sort of lament the loss? You know, I look back on this game, <clears throat> and I think about it. It's simply not being enough. Um, it's simply not being enough, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're a good enough team where we control our own destiny. Um, go out there and left money on the table, missed opportunities and self-inflicted wounds. And um, I could care less to hear any of the young stuff, second start stuff, rookie stuff. Um, you know, we have a standard we want to play to. I personally have a standard I want to play to. And um, you just got to find a way to get it done. It's definitely a learning experience. But um, it's something that we can definitely learn from, um, definitely. John Clark and Chris Franklin. Hey, Jalen, after the game, Doug was talking about your poise that you showed, and you're down 16 to nothing in your first road start in the NFL. What were you thinking? What was your communication with your teammates about staying in this thing? Staying in this thing. I mean, I think we, we never lost belief in one another. Um, just going out there and, and, and putting the pieces together. You know, like I said before, there's a lot of self, self-inflicted self wounds. Um, it, it all comes down to that E-word, execution. And that's something that we didn't do consistent enough to win this game. So um, it's something we, we, we have the opportunity to learn from. Um, all external factors don't matter to us. We're worried about us getting better as a team, putting ourselves in the best position um, for, our, you know, for our future. Chris Franklin and Jeff Skaversky. Hey, Jalen, the offense has been averaging over 400 yards a game since you've been a quarterback. Do you feel that you should be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season? Um, you know, I, I want to win. <clears throat> I want to win. That's something we didn't do today. Um, that's something that you have to, you know, ask coach. I have an opportunity now. I want to win ball games. I want to do what I can to help this team do that. Um, and, and it wasn't enough today, so... Back to the drawing boards I go, and, and we go as a team. We're going to find a way to, um, you know, we're going to learn from our mistakes. So that's, the, that's the great part about this. You, you, you learn from your mistakes, and you move forward, and you continue to build. It's a great, a great team we play, a great quarterback, um, great receivers out there, great defensive backs out there, athletic D-line. So um, it's a great challenge for us. We came up short tonight, but um, a learning experience, a learning experience. Jeff Skaversky and Jeff McLean. Hey, Jalen. 
how much more comfortable did you feel in this start compared to last week against the Saints? Do you feel like things slowed down for you a little bit more at all? Um, everything comes with time. Everything comes with time. The more you experience something, um, it always helps, and it's always beneficial. That's why I always say, um, you know, everything is a learning experience. Everything's an opportunity to learn. So, um, like, like, like I learned from last week, like we learned from last week as a team, we'll do the same thing from this game moving forward and prepare ourselves to play, you know, play a good football team in the Cowboys. Jeff McLean and then Ed Benkin. John, can you describe the, um, you know, what, what were the calls on those third and fourth down plays, the last two plays? Was it for you basically to just throw jump balls into the end zone or, or was there another um, another part of the plan there? Um, some of them were. Um, we had the opportunity. You know, I, I took two sacks. Can't take two sacks in any type of two-minute drill. Um, try getting the ball out, getting it out fast, just making quick decisions. But... Um, you know, opportunity. We got great receivers out there and giving them opportunity to make a play. Athletic guys jumping, making a play. And, um, you know, the balls fell in our <laughs> in our favor once this year, not today, though. So, um, it's opportunity for um, us to learn, me to learn, and self reflect on, on this on this game and this um, this experience and, and move forward and um, you know, trying to do my part moving forward and helping this team. Ed Banken and then Dave Zangaro. Hi, Jalen. There are things rookie quarterbacks a lot of times have to be able to get a sixth sense for, like pocket presence, being able to throw the ball away. How have you been able to pick that up so quickly, adjusting to the speed of the game of the NFL? You know, me being able to throw the ball away, um, get it out fast, you know, those things that you're applauding me for were, were not enough. It wasn't enough today. Um, you know, I I think I hate losing more than I love to win. And um, it, it's not a great feeling, but it's a learning lesson. Um, it, it's a lesson. And, um, you know, every, everything everything can be better moving forward. Um, so, hey, I, <laughs> I get to reflect on it. Got a, got a nice little uh, plane ride back to um, think about some things and back to work. Back to work. Dave and then Zach Berman. Jalen, we saw um, you on the sideline quite a bit talking with Carson. Uh, what has he been able to do for you on the sideline? How much does that help getting his perspective on things? It's a lot of great input. A lot of great input from um, from him, from Nate, Coach Press, Marty, uh, Coach Peterson. Everybody's everybody's working working as a collective group to to get this thing rolling. So. Um, it's great to see everybody pushing and everybody sticking together to try and achieve a common goal and winning. We all want to win. We're all trying to do whatever we can for this team to win. Zach and then Les Bowen. Hey, Jalen, it was a different style of game than it was last week. I, I know you take no solace in, in, in losing, but what does it say about your development as a quarterback that, that, that you're throwing 40-plus times, 300-plus yards, and going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Kyler Murray? Um, that's a question you have to ask coach. <laughs> I I can't I can't sit there and, and and talk about myself. I mean, those three hundred yards and when that's the game, whatever it was. Um, so that that's what matters. 
We we can go out there and throw five picks, formula ball three times, do whatever. It can be two to zero, and we win. If we score more points than them, that's all that matters. So it's it's a great opportunity for us to learn. Great opportunity for us to learn, and we will learn. I mean, we will be stronger moving forward. We have time for one more, so we'll wrap it up here with Les. There was a play there late where you actually fumbled the ball, picked it up, and completed a 14-yard pass. What were you thinking during that? And, and uh, you know, it sure looked like at that time that uh, you were just going to be able to do pretty much anything you wanted out there. Just, <laughs> just out there playing football. Um, just out there playing football. It was a pass to Goddard. Play, trying, trying, trying to go out there, trying to go out there and win the ball game. You know, I mean, it, you can't ask for a better for a better situation. Um, having the ball last, having the ball in your hands, the last play of the game, last last drive of the game. That's what you want. Um, that's 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 what that's what you want. You know, great ones. So it's an opportunity for us to learn. Opportunity for us to learn. Um, a learning experience for myself. For Doug Peterson, just too many mistakes, particularly in that first quarter when the Eagles trailed by 16 points. Mistakes on special teams cost the Eagles the entire game, whether it was the blocked punt, a botched opportunity on a point after where Rick Lovato snapped to backup holder Zach Ertz in for the injured Cameron Johnston, dribbled to Ertz and place kicker Jake Elliott unable to get his point after kick off. Mistakes like that really hurting the Eagles throughout the day, and nine penalties didn't help either. Here's head coach Doug Peterson meeting the media following the loss that dropped the Eagles to 4-9-1. and one. Hey, Doug. Um, Jalen obviously played well today and put the team in a position to win a high-scoring game. But what were some of the things that you thought he did particularly well, and um, would you project him to be the starter next Sunday? Um, yeah, I thought he, uh, you know, had great poise out there, great leadership, uh, played, uh, uh, played obviously physically tough, mentally tough, um, made, um, made some really good throws down the stretch, especially in the second half when, when we kind of had to, you know, put a couple drives together. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, played, played, played well, you know, played, played really well, take care of the football. I mean, those are all things we talk about and, and, and he's able to do that. Plus, uh, plus, uh, lead, lead the team into, into the end zone. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably have a decision for you, uh, you know, tomorrow on, on next week, try to get through this game first. Go ahead, Jeff and then Garrow. Uh, Doug, what, what went into your decision to have Zach Ertz as the placeholder? And did you consider going for two there instead? Um, yeah, you know, Zach Ertz is our backup holder. Um, and and we 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 practice with him uh, during the week. He gets snaps. It just just it was unfortunate, you know. Rick Rick uh, put a put a put a bad snap back there, and, and it was on the ground. And and uh, you know Zach did the best uh, best he could right there, you know, to put the ball down. Um, after that particular play, you know, my my consideration to go for two um, went up just a little bit more. If I could follow too, how much did, were Zach and Rick able to practice on the sideline before they went in? 
you know what I I I got I got with Coach Fib to ask him, you know, to to get some. I don't know how many snaps they got, but um, you know, I, I never did see them because I was I was in, into the game obviously, and and uh, uh, on the defensive side, I was just you know. Um, so I I can't answer the question. I didn't see it. Even John McMullen. Hey, Doug, I know you, you see Jalen in practice and you have every day for a while now, but are there things that you just don't know about a player until he's in these game situations? And what have you learned about Jalen in the last two weeks? Yeah. Um, you know, you, you never really know uh, much about guys until they play, you know, and, and um, I, I, I think I think what he's done, what he's, what he's capable of doing. Obviously he's, he's, he's a motivated athlete, motivated quarterback. He, you know, he's driven and, and, and that's a good thing. Cause it's, 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 he's a self-starter, um, great leadership ability, obviously. And, um, you know, plays, as I said, he plays tough mentally and physically. And, and, um, you know, you, you saw, you saw today how, how, uh, how well he, he could throw, you know, from the pocket and then obviously outside the pocket. So, um, you know he's doing he's doing a good job. I, I do I would say that there's there's still room to grow. Obviously, just learning the details and uh, of of our game and and uh, he can he can get better there. But uh, um, you know gave us gave us an opportunity to win today. John and then Tim McManus. Hey Doug, uh, to kind of follow up on that uh, a little bit. Uh, did you learn anything uh, falling down sixteen nothing? Just the adversity that uh, presents to a a starting quarterback, especially one in his second game. Did you learn anything about Jalen from that perspective? Well, I just felt if we just stuck to our game plan that we could, we could work ourselves back into the, into the game. I mean, we just, we, we, we self-destructed man in the, in the first quarter. Um, gosh, I mean, block punt, we had the safety, you know, it was just, just mistakes, penalties. You know, we, we lined up wrong a couple times offensively. It just, just self-inflicted things in the first quarter that just set us back. And, and, you know, this is, this has kind of been our, um, what's kind of plagued us all season is just these types of mistakes. And, 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 you know, we, we got it corrected obviously. And, and, um, you know, we, we, we climbed ourselves back out of it and, and, and put ourselves in that position to, you know, win the game at the end. Tim and then Rob Motti. Hey, Doug, there was a report today that the Carson uh, would want to move on from the Eagles if um, if this current situation continues. Wanted to get your reaction to that and ask if you've talked to him about it. Um, you know, my reaction is, I tell you this, Carson has done done everything we've asked him to do. He, he's he's a pro. Um, he's 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 engaging. He's helping helping Jalen. Um, and and so he's he's doing everything that we're asking him to do right now. I I get it and I understand it's it's a frustrating situation probably for him. But but um, uh, at the same time, I also see him see him helping Jalen and, and helping helping our offense. And 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 that's what he's doing. You know during during these games. So um, yeah, I, I don't you know I don't know much about you know the other stuff. Rob and then Martin Frank. Uh, before I get into my question, Doug, I actually also reported that Carson did not say that, and he doesn't want out of Philly. But uh, my question was, Jalen didn't get sacked last week. He got sacked six times today, two tough ones there in the fourth quarter. 
uh, when you guys got down to the 11. What were you seeing that was different between last week and this week that led to some of those sacks? Well, I mean, listen, they had they had a chance to 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 watch Jalen from last week, right? They had they had they had some film on him and um, changed their pass rush lanes and do some things a little bit differently. They they pressured a little more with five guys, and and so you know we had we had more one on one matchups up front, and and um, you know just a couple times we just we just got beat, and and that's going to happen, and um, you know uh, we'll learn from it, move on. Martin and then Zach Berman. Hey, Doug, um, obviously with, without three of your four starters in the secondary, I mean, Kyler Murray and, and DeAndre Hopkins had pretty big games. But, I mean, was there anything that you liked, you know, seeing like from Jaquette and, and also Epps? I mean, they forced the two turnovers, um, you know, deep inside your territory and everything. I mean, just how, you know, they played overall despite being so shorthanded. I'll tell you something. My, my hat's off to these guys. Um you know, put put in a in a tough situation against a really good football team with great great skill and ability as they do. Arizona does, you know, on offense, and uh, they battled their tails off. And um, you know, these are these are guys that they're going up against that are that are, you know, these guys are these guys are solid NFL players. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. I mean, you know, Christian Kirk. The guys have have really good really good skill. And and I thought our guys battled. You know, and and um. um gave us gave us uh, some opportunities there i mean you know we we created some turnovers some takeaways and um you know just uh again my my hat is off to these guys for for what they did and and it's just going to make them better uh it's going to make us better i think moving forward and 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 having these young guys you know play as much as they have we have time for one more so we'll end it here with zach hey doug this is your your ninth loss of the season you haven't had that since 2016, I I know you're you're uh, I, I I know you're caught up in the week to week nature of it and adjusting to the offense with Jalen. But what's your perspective about how the season has turned out at this point? Uh, well, Zach, you know it's not not where we want to be. Um, you know we start out the season with with a lot of expectations, high expectations and hopes and and uh, aspirations and goals to you know. Um, put ourselves in a position to, to, you know, to, to win the NFC East at the beginning of the year and, and, uh, and, you know, play for a playoff spot. And um, it just, it just hasn't happened. And it's been, it's been, you know, it's been disappointing there. And, and um, you know, we've had, we've had our share of injury obviously this season and, you know, the mistakes that keep, um, you know, sort of, sort of compiling each week. I mean, these are things that, that uh, I've got to look at and, and, and get corrected. And, th- and that, that falls on me to, to do that. And um, that's why it's, that's why it's disappointing, you know, uh, personally from my standpoint, I know the guys are disappointed, you know, and uh, because, because they see how hard they work and how hard, you know, the amount of time they put in during the week to, to play these games. And, and um, you know, you saw it again today. There's, there's no quit. There's no, you know, they keep fighting right to the end. 60-minute football games and, and, and giving ourselves a chance to win. And, you know, um, my message to the team after the game is, is still that. We still have, you know, we have two football games left and, and uh, you know, anything is possible and, and we got to continue to work and that's what we're going to do. Greg Ward, four catches, 15 yards. He made the most of them, two touchdowns. And here is G. Ward after the game talking to the media. 
Uh, hey, Greg, can you take us through the um, the touchdown catch, I guess the, the one that was reviewed, um, and what was your conversation like with Cliff Kingsbury over there? Um, Jalen just made a great throw. You know, I, I, ran, I ran a corner route, um, was able to get my feet down, and um, he was just messing with me, saying that my, my feet was out, and that, that was it. Down receptions with, with Jalen at, at quarterback. What kind of, like, chemistry have you guys developed like in such a short time and how were you able how were you guys able to do that um i would just say um the trust um the repetition in, in practice um the, the conversations um he 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 did a, a great job tonight of of finding me and he threw a great ball and um made my job very easy rob and then zach berman Greg, on the, the series before the last one, when you guys got down to the 11-yard line and then took two sacks, and, and then after that, the two throws that were tw in, into the end zone to Dallas, what did you see there? Were, were, what was your role on those plays, and, and what did you see? Um, I was in on the two sacks. The, the two that he threw to Dallas, I, I wasn't in. Um, we just tried to make a play. We, we tried to... You know, tie the game up, and we just came up short. You know, um, we just had to do a better job of executing. Back in them, Bo. Hey, Greg, from your perspective, why has the offense been better these last two weeks? Um, I would say it's, it starts in practice. We all talk to each other about what we need to do, and that's being um, and that's being more urgent, and um, and definitely more consistent and we harped that in practice um we started off slow today and that's just something we have to go back to practice and uh fix go Bo and then chris murray greg uh, quez had a couple um big plays today what have you seen from him in practice over the past um, few weeks and you know you've been in the situation before of being a young guy getting your chance what what kind of juice does that give you when when you're playing on game day um just like I said, the 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 reps in practice, um, he does the same thing in practice. He's a very explosive guy, um, young, great talent, and um, he showed it tonight. And we just all encourage him every single day to just keep working hard. And that's what he's been doing in this show tonight. All right, we have time for two more, so we'll go Chris and then Dave Zangaro. Yeah, I was going to kind of follow up on the energy that he brings to this team. It seemed like in these last two weeks, you guys have played with a little bit of extra pep in your step or something like that, lack of a better word. Um, what, what, what does he bring to the table to, to, to get you guys going? He brings that that explosive um, feel to the game, and that's exactly what we need. Uh, we have a lot of explosive receivers, and he's definitely one of them. Um, he made a, a a great move, and, you know, ain't nobody going to catch him down the sideline, and, you know, the rest is history. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Greg, when we talk to Jalen Hurts, he's such a, a really laid-back guy. Uh, kind of wondering how that translates onto the field. I mean, does he kind of just have a, a different level of intensity that we don't get to see off of it? Most definitely. He's... He's a whole different person whenever he's on the field. He's very competitive, and I think that's where it all comes from. Um, he's aggressive. He likes to take shots. He, he loves to play aggressive, and that's what you uh, need, and that's what we ask for, and that's definitely what he's given us. 
The Eagles in the secondary without starting cornerbacks Darius Slay and Avante Maddox, along with safety Rodney McLeod, knew they would have problems against Murray and an explosive Arizona offense. The Eagles did, in fact, have problems. Now, they had two takeaways, which were great, but they also allowed more than 500 total yards by the Cardinals. The exact number, 526 total yards. The Cardinals averaging 7.7 yards per play and Murray 11.1 yards per pass play. Really remarkable numbers. Let's talk to a couple of members of the Eagles' defense about the performance. We begin with safety, Jalen Mills. Hey, Jalen. Um, I know you guys were shorthanded in the secondary today. Um, gave up over 500 yards, but it it didn't feel like that bad of a game. How did you see uh, the guys in the secondary battling today? Yeah, um, one thing I can say is I tip my hats off to those guys. Of course, you know, Mike, you know, um, young rookie, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like he played really, really well. He competed. Um, he wasn't scared. Um, and, and that's what you want to see. Also, Kevon as well. Um, and even Roe, you know, um, taking on that role, knowing that he is our, our slot guy and even playing, you know, some outside corner as well. So, I mean, at the end of the day, um, got to just, you know, watch the film, you know, make the corrections. And uh, we got a, we got a heavyweight fight coming up, you know, this this next weekend. Mike Kay and then Les. Dylan, what went into the decision to keep you at safety? Was there any conversation about moving you to corner? And, and why do you think that was the right move? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm always available um, to play corner, you know, uh, regardless of um, any situation. If somebody goes down, um, actually, when Kevon did go down, I, I did end up moving the corner. Then he came back, and I went back to safety. Um, when you got an offense like this, you know, when they got, you know, tight ends who, you know, play like wide receivers, and you got running backs who catch the ball at the backfield, and even that quarterback who can make plays with his legs, um, I just think as far as the scheme goes, I think uh, they felt it was best fit for me to play safety this game. Less and then Chris Murray. Sorry there, Jim. Hi, Jalen. Uh, you had the one play on the short throw to the tight end uh, where he was at the sideline and you couldn't get in. What exactly happened there? I just missed a tackle. You know, I got to got to wrap up. Um, that's it. You know, I'm 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 a better player than that. And uh, um, I mean, everybody has bad plays. You know, I think at the end of the day, um, I was always told, you know, by veteran guys, you know, um, don't let one bad play determine the outcome of the game. It was early in the game. Um, and, you know, I, I made a lot more better tackles throughout the game. Thank you. Chris and then Mike Sealski. Yeah, Jalen, these last two weeks, do you guys feel like you're playing with a lot of energy, a lot more enthusiasm, especially with the young, with um, Jalen Hurts, that quarterback? Can a young quarterback affect the team on the other side of the ball, would you say? Um, I would say we've been playing with, with energy and, and effort and things like that. Um, one thing I can say um, about Hurts, I mean Hurts is, uh, you know, he's he's dialed in for sure. Um, I don't I don't feel as far as you know defense goes because that's the only thing I can really speak upon is our energy has shifted um, up more um, because Hurts has been in. Um, uh, we we've been playing with effort. We've been playing with energy throughout this whole year. Mike and then Pat Allen. Yeah, Jalen DeAndre Hopkins made some plays today that most wide receivers aren't going to make. How do you try to defend it? What do you do? I mean, what sort of tactics and and things do you try to do to, to hold a guy like that down? What did you try today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you already know that coming to this game, you know, uh, Kyle is gonna he's gonna he's gonna force feed him. You know, regardless if 
um, we had injuries at our cornerback position or not. You know, he's, you know, top three receiver in his league right now. And, um, uh, you know, going to this game, you know, he's going to make some catches, some crazy catches. Um, and he's and he's gonna make some plays. At the end of the day, um, you get up, you know that's you get one clap for the bad guys, and it's the next snap. We'll take one more here. So go ahead, Pat. Jalen, how much are you getting a chance to watch what um, what Jalen Hurts is doing offensively, and how how impressed are you by what he's doing in just the second game? Yeah, um, definitely watching them when I can after we're making our adjustments and things like that on the sideline. Definitely standing up and, and you know, just watching him and not only him, but also the offense as well. Um, he's making a, a, a lot, a lot of great plays, um, not only with his arm, um, but you guys see him with his leg on the, on the touchdown. Um, we had a couple third downs. Um, he's scrambling, you know, just moving the chains. And uh, when you when you see something like that, especially from a young guy, that just shows you that he has confidence in both, you know, his arm and his legs. Veteran defensive end Brandon Graham knows the Eagles still have a chance in the NFC East, and until they do not, BG is going to keep an optimistic outlook about this 2020 season. Um, I just want to ask you um, about, you know, Kyler Murray and, um, you know, the game that he had. Uh, you know, what? how was he able to kind of, you know, do what he did against you today? Uh, well, we talked about it. You know, we we extended some drives on ourselves because of penalties. And then, uh, I mean, he just made some good plays, especially because he can run around back there, extend plays. And, um, you know, they capitalize on, on, on the uh, plays that they made. We'll go Martin and then Rob Motti. Hey, BG. I mean, you guys obviously fell, you know, into that 16 nothing hole. Um, what does it say about you guys, you know, to – you know, to keep coming back, I mean, have a chance to win at the end, I mean, both defensively and offensively. I feel like uh, we had a lot of opportunities in that game to go ahead, um, and we just didn't do it. Um, we, we waited to the end. It was just too late, you know, the last play, obviously. But I know that, um, you know, it, it was tough. It was going to be a battle the whole game. I mean, we knew that coming in. We knew what they liked to do. They was just making plays uh, third down. Um, you know, penalties sometimes uh, crep in there, and then sometimes they just made good plays, good 50-50 ball, um, you know, with, with 10, uh, on especially the one that he scored on. I uh, felt like it was good coverage, but, you know, they just was making their plays when it came to them, and, you know, it just we just ended up losing. Rob and John McMullen. Hey, BJ, you guys were in position to, if you won, you would have had control of your playoff hopes. Were you aware that going into the game that Washington had lost to Seattle? And these are this is a spot that you've been in in the past and you've been successful. You still have a chance, but you're going to need help now the final two weeks. How disappointing is that? I mean, it's not that disappointing because, like you said, we got light, a little light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we just hoping that, you know, somebody mess it up next week and we go out and we, we do what we're supposed to do and let it come down to that last game. And hopefully, um, you know, we the ones that's, that hold, had that shirt on in the end. But like you said, um, only only disappointing part is we had opportunity today to go ahead and we and we didn't take it. We didn't capitalize on it. But it's a lot that we can learn from from that. And I'm glad we got a little light at this end of the tunnel because it's definitely motivation for, you know, uh, when we come back on Wednesday. John and Mike Sielski. Hey, BG. Uh, it was one of those games you guys gave up over 500 yards, but you also made a lot of plays. You had those two uh, red zone turnovers and, and the young guys, Mike Jaquette, Marcus Epps. Uh, how, how proud are you are of those guys coming in 
difficult circumstance. You mentioned Hopkins. Jaquette had great coverage on that play. Those guys kind of battled uh, all afternoon. Man, you just you just keep on learning about your team and the depth of your team. You know, it's a lot of promise uh, with these guys. These guys was ready for their opportunity. Obviously, you know, uh, people gonna make plays. They get paid too. But like you said, they was in position to make to make them plays. And I I, I really feel like uh, they continue to keep on keep on stacking on them days. And man, we got a lot of good things uh, to come. But um, I think that um, you know we ain't done yet, man. We got two more. Let's see what happens. We went out. Hopefully some things happen the way we want to get that shirt, and man, we we zero zero again. But we got to go get it done. We can't we can't keep letting uh we can't keep spotting people points in the beginning, uh, cause that's what hurt us today. Uh, we spotted sixteen before you knew it. It was sixteen nothing, and you know we we was already down. Uh, we felt good coming in. Everybody had the energy, but like you said, we just can't uh, we just can't spot anybody uh, points. Mike and Al Thompson. Yeah, Brandon, a couple of their touchdowns were, you know, incredible catches by Fitz and DeAndre. Coming into a game like this, do you almost plan for or expect plays like that? Do you just say, okay, they're going to get theirs at some point and we have to limit it? Um, you know, how do you kind of mentally prepare or, or even schematically prepare for what those guys can do? I mean, you you know, you know uh, we see it happen with other guys and other teams, but we go into the game saying that we're going to play our game. And, it's, and if it happens, next play, flush it. It's okay. They're going to make their plays, but I'm telling you, we're going to make more. And so that's just our attitude going out there. You can't play scared. You got to go out there and be aggressive and, and play your technique and uh, show your, uh, your athleticism and, and how you got here and why you were out there. And so I think, uh, you know, people, people was in position, but like you say, man, it's, it's guys that get paid a lot of money to do what they do, and they, they came down with it today. It sucked because, you know, those guys battled their butt off, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I really do believe that we, we, we uh, put ourselves in a, a good position to win. We just didn't come through and uh, do it. Go ahead, Al, and then Chris Murray. Uh, Brandon, I've heard you talk all year about uh, uh, pre-snap penalties. You know, when you commit a penalty in the heat of battle, it's one thing, but you've talked about it in the past, pre-snap penalties, and how frustrating that is. Can you talk about why they keep happening and, and how frustrating that is when you, you're you about to get off the field and then a pre-snap penalty um, takes, takes that away? It, it sucks. It sucks, man. I mean, you can't really control uh, that part of it. I mean, I know for me, I got to lock in a little more. I was re I was a little too too ready uh, to get off and go make a play, and you know you gotta you gotta key you gotta you gotta key the ball at my position. I gotta key the ball when that ball snap. I gotta go, but you know I can't listen to the voice. Uh, sometimes you fall you fall for some of the hard counts. I mean it happens in the game, especially if they want you to attack the way we attack. It's just you gotta stay ready. You gotta stay. I mean it just happens, but. Um, I mean, I, I do. I do feel like um, that, that's part of the game, and we just try to limit it, eliminate it as much as we can. And you know, it sucks uh, that that some of it came up uh, big for us today. We have time for two more, so we'll go Chris and then Bo, or Bo if you're ready. Go ahead. Uh, Brandon, if if you guys don't get the help that you're hoping to get over the past uh, the, the next two games, and you don't make the playoffs, what what do you think you'll look back on as the the big what if? What is the regret that you'll have about this season? Um, I don't know. Ask me that in, in two games. I um I have something for you, man. But right now, I'm focused on trying to win this thing. We still got opportunity. I ain't trying to 
even think about what what ifs. You know what I'm saying? We we gonna finish out on on a, on a great note and put ourselves in a position, and hopefully uh, things go our way. Now we turn it over to Merrill and Mike, and their instant reaction from this tough loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, Merrill and Mike, uh, what a shootout! We kind of expected that to happen. Uh, Merrill, let's start with you. Um, Jalen Hurst, what did he do in start number two that that you take away? Oh my goodness! I thought he was absolutely outstanding. The fact that he made a rookie mistake early in the game and ended up with a safety, but then shook it off like it was nothing. And he made clutch throw after clutch throw. He was accurate. He was elusive. He was in command. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Mike, what did you think of number two? Yeah, I think all of the things that Merrill mentioned, and, and you know, to add to that, just his poise. Uh, just to see a, a young guy who's only making his second start in the National Football League to, to play with the poise that he played with, even when things were chaotic around around him, um, he still was able to maintain and make plays and you know keep this team in the game all the way down to the very last second. And what he did, guys, it was a bit different. He, he did it a lot from the pocket. So, I mean, this is kind of, to me, the litmus test for quarterbacks. You've got to win from the pocket. Merrill, did he show you something that, that you hadn't really seen, his ability to throw from the pocket? Well, only because I haven't seen it, but I've seen him throw. And I know he's got a tremendous arm, and he's a very accurate passer. Very accurate. And for a young player to be able to read the defenses the way he does is, is exemplary. Dave, I didn't see the final stats, but what was his quarterback rating, do you know? It was like 102, something like that. That's that's really excellent. Yeah, I mean, and then Mike, just sixteen nothing down, the guy really doesn't flinch. Um, is, is this what we're going to expect from Jalen Hurts moving forward? I think that's who he is. I think when you look back in his history uh, and you listen to some of the things that coaches have said about him, you know, that's what they say. Okay, and, and Mike, if you could comment on Quez Watkins, I, I have not seen a lot of him this year. I know you're tuned into him. I know you've been high on him. Yeah. Uh, so, so to see him come and, and get an opportunity and make the most of it, what does that what does that mean for you? Yeah, first of all, I'm just happy to see him get the opportunity because I know he can be productive in this league. I know that his, he has good hands. I know that he has the ability to run after the catch. You know, he is a talented, talented young receiver and. I just I can't wait to see the upside of Quez Watkins and see what he's going to be able to add to this offense. Mike, in the big picture of the wide receiver core, who do you kind of look at and say, hey, the Eagles can can count on these guys moving forward in the big picture? I'm talking about Rager and maybe Fulgham, and 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 now you you believe Quez Watkins maybe Hightower. Do you think that's a good core to start things off with? I think they have an excellent core of young wide receivers and. Any of these guys, any of those names that you mentioned, Dave, um, you know, all these guys have their own little quirks, but I think Jalen Rager, I think he's going to be fantastic. I think Quez, I think Hightower, when he matures, if he can mature the right way, he has all the skills to be a great receiver. So they have a great core of young receivers that can grow with a young quarterback. Today, uh, and then Greg Ward, of course, who had Dave, two touchdowns Dave, in this game. I, I was going to mention Greg Ward, too, because 
he fits into the category of a young receiver. Uh, he yeah. just finds ways to get open out of the slot and catches almost everything thrown near him. He had two touchdowns today. And he's a great kid, and I think he's a clutch player. All right, guys, the, the Eagles still a tough loss. Uh, the defense, I mean, I don't, I don't know, Mike, what, what else could Jim Schwartz have done with so many injuries in the secondary? I thought that the defensive back battled against DeAndre Hopkins, but you see what a special elite talent does. He changes games. He's, he's almost uncoverable. You know, the game comes down to talent. I mean, it, it, it's great to have good coaching, and coaches do a lot to make sure guys are in position, but it really comes down to talent. Because there are several times when guys were in the right position, but the talent on the other side, when you talk about DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think anybody in the league has better hands. And you see these guys in tight coverage, and he's still able to pull the football away and make plays. You know, that's, that's just something, a, a gift that, was, that this, these guys have. And you, you just, it's just to beat that, that sort of talent. What could Jim have done otherwise? I mean, any suggestions on – he stopped the run. They they kept Kyler Murray in the pocket. I mean, what else could you do? I, I thought he called a pretty good game. Uh, Merrill, what did you think of the Eagles' defense? Well, I I thought the defense played very, very well. And one guy – it sounds funny to say this when you give up 33 points. But they they gave up 16, including the safety, that was the defense, before you could even blink. But the way they came back from that point on, they really did a good job. And one guy who really gets a lot of heat, but Mike complimented him time and time again for making great plays, clutch plays in this game, was Jalen Mills. He was right around the passer, and he, he extended the arms and knocked away balls. He really played well. Well, when you look at all of the players that are missing on this defense, and you look at the back end where only Jalen Mills is the guy that's familiar to us that's back there, you know, I have to take my hat off to the job that they were able to do, even though they gave up so many yards and points. All right, guys, the third phase of the, of the Eagles special teams here, a tough game for the special teams, a blocked punt, a, a botched snap on a PAT, uh, the return game, not generating anything in the kickoff return game. And we really haven't seen the special teams deliver game-changing plays other than really the Jalen Rager punt return against Green Bay. Merrill, how significant was it today that the special teams, you know, had so many tough moments? Well, that's a, that's a factor. It's a factor in every game. Although I think Dave Fipp is a very, very good coach. I think when you're suffering in the talent level and you have a lot of injuries, I think – there's a trickle-down effect, and you're missing more talented players on the special teams. And I think that's where it's hurt. And I think the uh, the Cardinals had a very good game plan in that they kicked off short to uh, they, they kicked off short to Boston Scott and then came down and covered, and he never had to block. They had him anywhere from the 15-yard line or even in that to the 20. I think his longest return was 24 yards back to the 24-yard line. But it was tough. They kept the Eagles in a hole all game. And, of course, their black punt was a big play. Mike, uh, Eagles are 4-9-1. and one. Um, How do you feel after this game? Do you feel devastated by the loss? Do you feel it was – I mean, do you feel encouraged? I mean, what, what's, what's your emotion like? I must tell you that I really feel encouraged. I, 
because I just, I, I look at where they are and, you know, many times when you get to this stage in, in the season, many teams will give up or you won't see the effort that you saw from this football team. I love the way these guys battled against the Cardinals. I love the way they came back after they were down 16 points. And so when I, at the end of the game, when they give themselves a chance to win the game, I have to be encouraged by the fact that, you know, you've got so many young guys and even the old guys, the veteran guys, they're out there battling and they're fighting tooth and nail to try and get anything that they can to win this football game. They played with the type of urgency that they needed to play with. They lost the game, but I'm encouraged by what I saw. Thanks, Mike. And Merrill, how do you feel? Uh, very, very encouraged. Uh, Doug Peterson has this team playing well. He, he is really respected by every player in that locker room and by every coach in his staff. This team does not give up. I think he's done a really good job. And I think with what he had to work with today, Jim Schwartz also deserves a lot of credit. Uh, I'm proud of the way this team played today. Dave, I'm though I understand that there is there are no medals for valor. That was a great book at one point, but the way this team fights, where they are under, they are overmatched. Quite frankly, from a talent standpoint, I think they deserve a lot of credit, and it was really a fun game to broadcast. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas, and um, we'll see you next week, Eagles Cowboys. Thanks, Dave. Merry Christmas. Yep. Thank you, Dave. The best of everything to you. That will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast Instant Reaction Edition. I want to thank Peter Kelly, Tyler Lewis, and Ray Doyle for their work. Thank all of you for joining each and every episode. Very much appreciated. We'll be back with more later in the week. I get a one-on-one with head coach Doug Peterson on Tuesday, and we'll have that for you as well as we lead into the Christmas holiday. The Eagles getting ready, of course, For the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday, still alive in the NFC East. Until it's over, it's not over. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me on this Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. D-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!